I'm Eleanor Smith, and this is your Common Cast for the week of November 7th. This time, the rise and fall of my sister's Twilight-themed candle business. Claire de Lune, that's the one where they're like slow dancing in the bedroom, and he's like, wow, you're not like other girls. You're special. You listen to classical music. And Bella is like, you're so cool and not scary or whatever. Like... And so that one, that one was the one where I made you like smell a trillion little plastic bags. That's my sister Harriet. For a full year, she sold Twilight-themed candles on the internet for reasons that I still don't fully understand but completely agree with. I mean, she made this her life, figuring out how certain scenes involving teenage vampires smell. So she became part of a tiny sliver of crafters, the fandal community. Candles, yes, but made by possibly obsessive fans. Harriet created her own business, Thistle Candle Co. She just liked the name, it doesn't have to do with Twilight. Thistle candles rose to semi-dramatic heights, and then they fell. Very, very hard. This is that story. The birth and death of my sister's vandals. Can I do the whole interview in a British accent? Yes. Okay. <laughs> when I first started Thistle Candle Co, I was bored and I felt like it. <laughs> Well, first, I want to make it clear that I'm not a Stephanie Meyer supporter. I'm not a Stephanie Meyer lover. I'm just obsessed with Twilight for reasons I can't, won't explain. I watched all the Twilight movies in, like, a pandemic, frantic haze. And then I was like, I need to memorialize this in my life somehow. Um, And then there wasn't any good, like, all the Twilight candles that I wanted online were, like, fugly. Can I say fugly? Yeah, you can say fugly. Well, they were fugly. (laughs) I felt like the smells weren't, like, related to what the actual candle was. It was just, like, a vanilla candle, but it said, like, new moon in papyrus font or whatever. (laughs) And it's like, well, I don't want that. (laughs) Forks was the first one because I thought it was most iconic. It's, and for me, that's an easy smell. You just need, like, pine and rain and vibes. Why is it an easy smell? Because, I don't know, for me, it's, like, the immediate imagery. Like, I, and there are some things that, like, even if it has good imagery, it comes up and it's, like, okay, well, I'm not, like, you can't make, like, a spaghetti and meatballs candle. (laughs) I mean, I guess you You could. could. (laughs) Yeah, you could. But, like. (laughs) Did we want to? Forks for me. Forks for me. That was iconic. It, the smell, like, I knew what I wanted it to smell like. And the same way, I think I did La Push second. And that was another one where I was, like, this is, like, recognizable. Can, for the listeners who don't know, can you explain what Forks and LaPush means? Oh, yeah. Forks, Forks, <laughs> Forks, Washington is the town where Twilight is set, and LaPush is the beach where um, they, it's like, everybody goes to LaPush Beach. Both of these places are real places, by the way. I wonder if they smell accurate to the candle. I don't know. And so let me just list the candles. Forks, Washington, like pine, evergreen. La Push is like ocean air, ozone smell, right? Like for you're on the beach. Mrs. Cullen, that's like wisteria scented. It's just like floral. Um, American pastime, like rainy outdoors, baseball vibes. <laughs> Olympic Coven, that one, not my biggest hit ever, but it's fine. I like the smell of it. It just was like a nice fall smell with like apple notes that I like. How is that the Olympic Coven? Well, girl, I don't know. Just like, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? That was one where I liked the fragrance oil. And then I was like, 
I have to have a name. I don't know. Like, I, and then I was like, I should call it Treaty Line because, like, the of the Treaty Line in Twilight. But then also, like, have, like, the native people in Twilight not suffered enough under the hand of Stephanie Meyer? Do they have to, like, be unraveled in my shit, too? Maybe not. Let's maybe don't. Um, so then I was like, Olympic Coven. They're in the Olympic National Forest. And they're like, wow, look at it. It's, it's vibes. So these candles took off on Etsy. She doesn't know the exact number after taxes, but she made around $6,000 in her short stint in the Fandle world. My sister went from making these weird smell combinations in Ziploc baggies for me and others to critique to, like, paying her rent with the Fandles. To quote Harriet, she was kind of hot shit in the Twilight candle selling community. The beginning of the end started in July of 2021, and it had to do with thieving. I first saw her candles because I like to see, like, back when I was still on Etsy and they hadn't um, efficiently and promptly <laughs> banished me, right? Like, I used to look, like, I just would, like, search Twilight. And I was, like, one of the first listings, like, on the entire, like, Twilight search tab. Like, one afternoon, I, like, go and check to feed my, like, burgeoning narcissism. And I am, like... Wow, this is a new candle that I'm seeing, and this candle looks a lot like my candles. <laughs> this um, is familiar this to me. This looks familiar. And so I was like, that is like really similar. And so I click on the listing because you one thing to know about me, nosy. That's the number one thing. It's a family tree. It's a family <laughs> tree. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but so I click on it and I'm reading through the description and I'm like, this is mine. Like, it's my description. Yes. Like, it was literally, she just had copy and pasted, like, the language that I used. She read it and she's like, ooh. She's like, this this. is so good. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Like, I wrote all my own copy. Like, I wasn't, like, trying to be a slacker. Like, I'm merely trying to steal um, prospective money from the hands of the clutching hands of (laughs) Stephanie Meyer. Like, (laughs) so, anyways, I, like, saw that, and I was super upset about it. I was, like, pissy, and I, like, texted people, and they were, like, just send her a message. Yeah, you got a text, like, being, like, what do I do? Like, I don't know. This feels really awkward. I don't know what to do about this. So, I just sent her a message that was, like, hey, Miss Thing, or I don't know what I said. You know what? I'll, like, just read it. Um, And I said, hi, Anaya. My name is Harriet, and I run an Etsy shop called Thistle Candle Co., I was checking out your shop because it was recommended to me by Etsy. Love the candles. A lie. (laughs) (laughs) And I noticed that it seems like you copy and pasted my item description for your Twilight-themed candles. I would really appreciate it if you change it. I work hard on my products and write all of my own copy. It's okay that we sell similar products, but I would rather you not use my words. Thank you so much, Harriet. Um, But anyway, so no response back from her, but she does change the description. So I looked. The description has changed. I was like whatever fine but like she does have a lot of candles that are basically mine like i had a, a candle called mrs colon right and she has mr and mrs colon oh, girl she just tacked a mr onto that i know i'm like okay and she <laughs> so made dumb. a forks and a little push so i mean some of them were changed slightly but some of them were just like basically what i was doing so this is the part of the story where things get sticky so soyful sunday that's the name of this anaya woman's etsy shop changed her description The world went on spinning until my sister received a very damning email. There are two main threads in this downfall. There's the fight with Soyful Sunday and my sister's removal from the Twilight Vandal leaderboard because of her legit copyright infringement. Later that same month, my shop, I get an email from Etsy being like, we caught you. Like, we got gotcha. you, 
<laughs> I get an email from Etsy being like, you've been naughty, like, you've not been behaving, like, you've not been following the Etsy terms of service. And so they were like, you're dead. You're gone. Yeah. Tell out. me, in what ways did you break the Etsy terms of service? So, um, Etsy, you, as an Etsy seller, dear public, okay. are not allowed to use the intellectual works of others to Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> It's not that I support copyright infringement. It's just that I feel that like... you're above the law. <laughs> yes. So after this, Harriet is gone from Etsy. Thistle Candle is no more. She's totally 100% banned. Apparently, Etsy takes copyright infringement very seriously. She's not even allowed to buy anything off Etsy from other people. Yeah, I'm like perma banned from Etsy, by the way. This has like impacted my life. Um, and they won't even. Order? No. And also, they won't let Solomon order anything. <laughs> Like, if Saul tries to order to... Oh, sorry. Saul's my boyfriend. Saul, we live together. If he tries to order anything to our address, he gets a message from Etsy basically being like, not a chance. (laughs) But the story doesn't end there. Um... So I got shut down and I was like, please, can I have it back? And they were like, quit asking. And I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So I get banned. I'm like, Soyful Sunday, somehow, this is your fault. I... (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to send her a message. Okay. And what did you say? Um, I said, <laughs> just wanted to send you a message and say that I think it's really inappropriate and cheap to take all of my candle ideas, change them slightly, and sell them under your shop. I don't think it's a coincidence that my shop was randomly reported out of the blue. Your background images, the forming out of formatting of your labels, and your candle names are all practically identical to mine. You should feel badly about that. It's really embarrassing and childish. Even if most people won't know your ideals are stolen, you and I both know. Did you get a response to that? I did. Okay, um, what did she say back to you? <laughs> Girl, I am truly confused. We can... <laughs> we can first... Start off with, uh, with all of Twilight Candles on Etsy are very similar or that I could care less to report your account. It's a business, nonetheless, and seeing that you came at me disrespectful shoes me exactly <laughs> why the, <laughs> it shoes her exactly why the universe chose to close your shop. Oh, I thought, was, you know, I thought it was the lawyers at Etsy, but yeah, <laughs> all I guess right. I thought it was Etsy's legal team, but I guess it's the <laughs> universe. I mean, I guess the so universe saw down. those candles and was like, I'm deeply offended by this content. She says, your shop closing has nothing to do with me. I saw your first message and I didn't respond. And here you are again messaging me. Harriet, I am literally not one of them. And I'm going to ask that you stop sending me messages and figure out how to get your shop back running. Have a great weekend, sweetie. And then I said, whatever helps you sleep at night with a heart emoji. Uh, she was my scapegoat, like, in my yeah, mind. Sometimes you just need one. But does that mean that she's not doing anything wrong? No, no. she is doing something wrong. I kind of, I feel like, okay, I feel like I'm going to sound like a kind of, I'm like, okay, but if I got kicked off, she should get kicked off. It's a rough, it's a doggy dog world out there. A, a wolfy wolf world out there. I like your Twilight pool. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> For students who want to sell their art or who have a small business idea like Twilight Candles, Etsy is a great platform to consider. There are more than 90 million active buyers, according to the most recent Etsy shopper stats as of March 2022. The site has seen a large uptick in sales since the start of the pandemic, with repeat orders going up 121% since 2019. So now may be the chance for students across UM to pick up a side hustle. Just be careful to pay attention to copyright law. Rainy McRae is taking a gap year in between high school and college before she enrolls at UM. 
She wanted to take some time to pour into her passions after she graduated. High school was stressful, and she's living in Baxley, Georgia for now. McRae is an artist, and she sells her paintings and upcycled clothes on Depop and Etsy. Although she started her business this year, she's been selling her art since she was a kid. Her mom used to take her to local music festivals where McRae would sell jewelry she had made alongside her mother and grandmother at her mother's booth. McRae plans to study psychology, but she wants to keep making art. It's been one of her main hobbies since she was a kid. And to any prospective Etsy business owners, McRae says that having confidence in your work is the best advice. Validate yourself constantly, maybe. Know that what you're doing is like real <laughs> if that makes sense it goes into the whole idea of like not selling yourself short in other news diverse U brought voices from across campus to the university center with talks about nonverbal aggression to educational programs that help spectators financially and academically in arts the new Montana Museum of Art and Culture is in need of volunteers to move thousands of pieces of art to its new building on campus. And finally, in sports. UM cross-country runner Beatrix Frizzle says she's disappointed in the athletics department for not hiring another cross-country coach. Check out the story to hear from the athletes who banded together for training. That's it for this week's Cast. To learn more about any of these topics, visit montanakaiman.com or read our paper coming out this Thursday. This episode of the Cast was reported, produced, and edited by me, Eleanor Smith. See you next week.